0: Hustle on over today. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushy is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Raiders of the Lost podcast is brought to you by our friends, Manscaped, the leaders in men's grooming. Use our coupon code Raiders of the Lost at checkout from Manscaped.com to receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping worldwide. Join the over 2 million men trusting Manscaped with their grooming needs today and get ready for all their new products launching this year, like their body wash, 2-in-1 shampoo conditioner, their lawnmower 4.0 groomer, and so much more. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world, where we discuss all things film. In this episode, we discuss the latest movie news from February 28th to March 6th. Hello there, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. Anthony here. And this is James. Let's talk about movie news for this week. Lots to get into, and we'll start with the box office. So, last weekend, Uncharted still at number one at 23 million last weekend. Dog pulled in 10 million. That Channing Tatum movie's like up to almost 40 million world um, global. Which People love Channing, yeah. On like a $15 million budget, so that's pretty cool. That's a good sign. A mid tier budget movie doing that well. Low tier. That's yeah. like a 20 mil movie, probably. No, like 15. Really? Yeah. Like I just said. Oh. Already not listening to me. We just started. <laughs> Spider Man <laughs> pulled in five million. Still, uh, Death <laughs> and Al pulled in four. That broke a hundred million. So good for that. In in terms of this past weekend, this current weekend, the Batman dailies were just in Thursday preview. It made twenty one point six million. Awesome news. Friday it made fifty seven million even more cool news. So it's projected to pull about 120 to 150 million dollars this weekend, which I think is obviously we knew Batman was going to pass 100 million, but for being such a dark superhero movie that's not really exactly kid friendly, I think that's really impressive. He doesn't smile in it. He doesn't there's, smile. There's no laughs or It jokes. is dark. I mean, yeah. if you're if you have kids under 10, you know, maybe not taking it. It's those, PG-13 for yeah, a reason. I would maybe not, so, yeah. It's a proper rating. Yeah, so I mean, it is it's, it's dark, but I think you know, 12 13 year olds probably good, you know. Yeah. But also, I mean, the these new weekend numbers that happen nowadays, they're not like it used to be because I mean, this is I mean, they seven years ago they weren't doing Thursday night screenings and then they were, but it was midnight. Well, no, but they it was for special occasion movies, like we saw Dark Knight Rises at midnight, but it was like a special release of the trilogy. And like you said, if they did do it, it was one screening at midnight. Um, but now it's gotten to the point where Thursdays the screenings start at like 2 p.m. and it's filled in cinemas and multiple screens. So it's like the weekend's an extra long Yeah, weekend it's an there. extra day now. It's like basically three day weekends now as opposed to they used to only count Friday and Saturday grosses. It's still pretty cool though. Yeah. We actually saw it twice. We saw it at the IMAX screening on Monday and then just saw it again. Friday morning, and I'm probably gonna see a third time. We are gonna be making an episode coming out very soon. Is scheduled for Monday, March 14th. So get excited for that. We want to give everyone like a week to see the movie so that everyone gets the full experience of the show. It'll be good to go. Spoil it. It's gonna. Yeah, it's not. It's gonna be spoiler like crazy. It's gonna be an awesome episode. Can't wait. We also have a merchandise sponsor for the episode who Will be sending us a bunch of Batman merch, and we can't wait for you all to check it yeah, out. Yeah, we can get we're gonna give you a special deal to get your own Batman merch or so. any merch you want, yeah, any merch yeah. from this it's company. Anyways, late. let's move on to the news. So, I think the first cool bit of news was uh, the same day of the Batman early screenings, which was March 1st for like the fan first screenings. Uh, also, Moon Knight poster was revealed, but it's a very cool, very detailed look at Moon Knight Oscar Isaac in costume. And it's very detailed look at the superhero costume. It looks pretty damn cool. He's like a mummy superhero. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Next bit of news is I Am Legend, the awesome Will Smith dystopian film from 07, is getting a sequel with Will Smith returning and a new lead actor with Michael B. Jordan. And this is confirmed. Michael B. Jordan posted this on his Instagram And the curious thing about this is how they will have Will Smith return to this film. Would it be footage from him, Um, old footage that maybe Michael B. Jordan's character is ciphering through? Is he actually going to physically return the embodiment of the character? Uh, Because the ending... Uh, he basically blew himself up with a grenade, so I don't see how he could physically be returning to this world. My guess is it will be flashbacks and footage. Yeah, probably flashbacks and footage. Like, like maybe Michael B. Jordan is going to continue his research and study. But it's also interesting because uh, Akiva Goldsman, who wrote the sequels, coming back again. You know, when he also wrote an alternative ending that was filmed in the original I Am Legend, there is an alternate ending which they filmed and they almost used for the film, but um, they ended up going with the one where. Uh, Will Smith's Neville, um, I was called Neville Longbottom, <laughs> Neville uh, kills himself along with the other, uh, along with the vampires to save uh, the woman and her daughter and, her, and the son, but in the alternate version, he survives, he actually ends up reasoning with the creatures and they leave in peace, so... It, maybe if they're going to do it, maybe they'll open it with the alternate ending where Neville survives. That's a possibility. But I'm not sure how you could pass up the opportunity of having Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith on screen together at the same time. Yeah, but like, how would they make it make, make sense, though, because he died? Unless he somehow survived the I, grenade explosion. My guess is they could start with the opening being the alternate ending. And just rewrite the history. So just of, change it? Yeah, just that change makes, it. That's silly. Was it a multiverse now? Bro, everything's a multiverse. <laughs> this No, this is a multiverse, different dimension reality of that I Am Legend universe. I'm very curious because that movie was cool. It was super successful and love, we'll love Michael B. So hopefully it's cool. Uh, there's an alien sequel being written and directed by Fede Alvarez. And he was the guy who was tapped by Sam Raimi to make the new Evil Dead film. And also... Don't Breathe. He, he made the original Don't Breathe. He produced the second one. And so I'm pretty excited to check it out. I think he's a really great filmmaker, and he's probably got a bunch of great ideas. He pitched an idea that was original to the studio. Ridley Scott's going to produce the film. So hopefully he pulls up a classic to this franchise. And, you know, I know a lot of people have not liked Prometheus and the Alien Covenant. Covenant. I, I like Prometheus. I thought that was a cool movie. Um, but hopefully, you know, we, maybe he's taking back to the roots of just like, this: have a spaceship that's infested with these aliens and get to save the day or something. If there's an alien movie, that's all I want. Yeah. That's it. A good one. Yeah. But I mean, this is also in addition to the alien TV show, which will be taking place on the planet earth, which I'm not too stoked for. Alien universe. Alien. Everything's universal. Alien Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) It's like NYPD. Alien PD. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) CSI aliens. (laughs) Green, green bloods. (laughs) Acid Bloods, (laughs) Law and Order, Uh, Alien. (laughs) Speaking of great franchises being turned into TV series, AMC is making a show out of Interview with a Vampire, the Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Kirsten Dunst uh, vampire film that's in production right now. I think they're almost done filming and it should be coming up relatively soon. Um, Again, I'm not a huge fan of these great movies being turned into TV shows, so we'll see what the trailer looks like. Would you put Interview with the Vampire as a great film? I think for vampire, the jo- vampire genre, it's a okay, great yeah, one for sure. It's, I think it's a pretty good movie. I'd give it like a 7 out of 10, mm. 6 and a half, But 7 in the genre 10. of vampire movies, right. there aren't that many great ones. Yeah, you're right. We've talked about that before. Um, all right, next up we have Craven the Hunter has found its villain. It will be Alessandro Nivola, who was the lead actor in the Saint, Many Saints of Newark film, the Sopranos prequel, prequel film. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll do a solid job, and you know that's what happens when you start getting these projects. Now he's in the MCU. I mean, the Sony Universe. So good for you, Alessandro. I'm sure you're listening right now. Everyone's this superhero now. <laughs> this <is> involved. <laughs> gotta, get, uh, gotta get paid, bro. But I think I mean I'm glad Aaron Taylor Johnson's doing a, a big movie because Marvel should have never killed him off. He's such a big star. But yeah. we'll see. Well, I'm curious to see what that movie will look like because um, Morbius. I'm not sold on yet from the trailers. The star-studded cast only gets better for "Old Dads," which is Bill Burr's upcoming feature direction debut. He's going; he's writing, directing, and starring in this comedy, "Old Dads." And it's going to have Bobby Cannavale and Bokeem Woodbine as co-stars, and I'm—I love the idea of Bill Burr making a movie, writing and starring in it. I'm such a fan of; he's my favorite. Comedian. And directing it, yeah. That's what I said. Do you listen? Oh, <laughs> but you said writing and directing. I was—I mean, writing and. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, did you say directing? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I've already had my coffee. I said it here too. three times. I'm I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> I'm offended. Get out of here. But we love Bill Burr. He's hilarious. Uh, hopefully, the the movie matches his tone as a comic, just like um, old school kind of comedy. You know, it's not for everyone, but I think that for fans of that kind of comedy, like he's definitely the top of the top of the mountain. You can't eat it. People say it's too expensive to eat healthy. Bananas! They're giving them away. They're giving bananas away. Bananas! 19 cents! (laughs) I love that guy. He's a asshole. There's a trailer, finally, for Bullet Train, the anticipated action thriller, that's starring Brad Pitt in the middle of an assassination battle royale on a high-speed bullet train. It looks like a lot of fun. Brad yes. Pitt's pl- playing like, it, it seems like he's sort of like um his character in True Romance almost, except maybe not a, sto- <laughs> not a complete stoner anymore. He's just like chilling. He, he seems like to be an assassin who doesn't want to be an assassin anymore. Yeah. He, just, uh, he just wants to get this job over with and do it peacefully, but he's on a train full of people who are after the same briefcase as him, so it's just it looks like an action-packed fun ride. And it's the co-director of the first two john wick movies um the one who's not credited and then he also directed deadpool 2 so very fun director great with action so i have high hopes for it, it looks like just like a fun action movie yeah it's looks kind funny. An amazing cast you have like joey king aaron taylor johnson a uh, fantastic group of an ensemble so looks like a lot of fun i laughed out loud at the trailer <laughs> <laughs> euphoria has become hbo's most watched series behind game of thrones uh, when compared to the season one finale of Euphoria, season two's finale had s- more than six times the viewership. So it is on fire right now. It's a- H- it's HBO Max's most valuable television property to be this to only be second behind Game of Thrones is very impressive. Sure is. I mean that's. More popular than Sopranos too, and everything, yeah. which is nuts. The Atom Project: A new trailer was released, teasing Ryan Reynolds' intergenerational sci-fi adventure. This movie actually looks like a lot of fun. the The hype for it, I think, is just a little too much. Like when you watch the trailer, like. Like, uh, Steven Spielberg would be proud and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, that- first, and then like, <laughs> people are like, it's the next ET. I'm like, all right, all right let's, let's take it back a little bit. The guy, he's he's carrying, e. Like, e. A, he's carrying like a laser beam around ET e. and <laughs> Raiders, Raiders of Lost Ark. That's where the trailer compares it to. Like, really? Those are, yeah, they're like, it's the next Steven Spielberg, oh great Raiders of Lost Ark ET. Who said that? Some guy. Netflix <laughs> Some dude. It looks <laughs> oh, like oh, a, a, a it, said it does look like fun, though. Yeah. I love time travel stuff. It looks super, super funny. Ryan Reynolds interacting with like his childhood version of himself. Zoe Zaldana is also in the film. It looks like a good time. I- I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited to check it out. I know you're not a liar. You're a trustworthy guy. I am a very trustworthy guy. <laughs> Next up there People is... People tell me I could have been a politician. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. There is a new comedy series um, called Ramble On in which Charlie Sheen and many other, sev- many other actors will play themselves in this Entourage-like show. So Charlie Sheen, um, also Martin Sheen will be in it, playing Charlie's father, as well as the cast of Ramble On um, in Entourage. So Kevin Dillon, Kevin Connolly, uh, Jamie Lynn Siegler from The Sopranos, um, John C. McGinley from Scrubs, Harvey Guillen from What We Do in the Shadows, Anna Ortiz from Ugly Betty. Uh, so it's an eclectic cast of comedy heavyweights, so this looks like it could be a lot of fun. Charlie and Martin Sheen teaming up together. Sign me up. can't believe someone's giving him a show. Yes. It's nuts. <laughs> I remember we saw we him, saw him yeah. in Sherman Oaks when we were at Red looked Light. Like he like a just, mess. He walked past us in a crosswalk, and he's just like, yeah. He's just ripping up? butts. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he weighed like 80 pounds. <laughs> the time of his life, though. <laughs> Tell me that guy's living like a king, and he knows it. <laughs> All right, uh, Under the Banner of Heaven, a trailer for this new show comes out. It's a series starring Andrew Garfield. It's got a, the kind of similar feel as True Detective almost, and I like to see Andrew Garfield in a role like this. We've never seen him before where he's playing a detective. It seems pretty interesting for him to take this on. It's based on true crime bestseller, bestselling novel by John Krakherr. And will be on Hulu and this is an FX network show as well. Next up, Anthony Mackie is going to be headlining Peacock's new video game adaptation series, Twisted Metal. Uh I don't know the game at all. i never played this when we were kids. Twisted Metal is the car like rampage game where it's Oh, a... yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. It's like a it's like I guess you would describe it as a vehicular action battle game. Uh, I, yeah, I, I remember now, this. Yeah, yeah. I remember you that was to, actually like, pretty fun. You get like to pick the cars yeah, and yeah, you know, it was like a yeah. battle royale. Yeah. Okay, I'm just curious how they're they're going to do it. it. They made Rampage, a movie with Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) That game is just monsters climbing on buildings. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) That's all it is. All right, next up we have Leonardo DiCaprio is going to executive produce a Sitting Bull documentary for the History Channel. The documentary is set to be a four-part event. It tells about... Hunkpapa Lakota leader, Sitting Bull, who led the Lakota tribe in the resistance fight against the years of United States government policies forced upon his people in December 1890. At the age of 59, he was murdered during an attempted arrest by the Indian agency police on the Standing Rock Indian Reservation. So, very curious. I'm sure this will be a great talk. Yeah, sounds very interesting. Next up, there is a new remake announced this week of another classic film. White Man Can't Jump is being made into a new adaptation. Um, so far, Jack Harlow has been cast as Woody Allen. Woody um, Harrelson's character. Woody. <laughs> Imagine Woody Allen <laughs> playing basketball. Um, I don't know who Jack Harlow is, but you said he's a rapper. He's a no white boy something? rapper. White boy rapper, okay. Yeah. So wait, is he, is he in the movie White Boy um, with Matthew McConaughey, White Boy something? Uh, where he plays the, drug, the young drug dealer? I think it's just a kid actor. No, I think that's him. Are you sure? I thought he... he I white boy that, Rick. White boy Rick. White boy... I'm going to look it up, right? I don't think so. No, yeah, you're right. Not every white boy looks the same, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> they both are skinny white dudes with curly hair. That's like every white rapper. <laughs> <laughs> that's the <a new> look. <laughs> we're Al Yankovic, too. <laughs> so, um, I'm... Honestly, you have no interest in seeing this because we love White Men Can't Jump. We're, we're, actually, <laughs> we're actually doing a, a Patreon episode on White Men Can't Jump, so... Uh, I'm not tuning in for this. Because White Men Can't Jump honest. is a classic, yeah. and we grew up with, obviously, four older brothers, so we've seen that movie so many times. Yeah. We <laughs> used to watch this all the time when we were kids, and that's a fact. <laughs> Woody and Wesley together, it was so iconic. Uh, um, I don't know. I can't and Rosie do it. Perez, right? too. Rosie Perez. I don't, uh, I don't want to. Do they're remaking every goddamn thing. Yeah. Everything. Just make a different basketball movie. It's not like the young people these days are like, know what White Men Can't Jump even is. They don't is. know what it is. <laughs> it's not like they, they would they're be they're enticed to watch to bank it. on nostalgia and everything. Yeah. Uh, and watch them bring in the legacy characters. It's a soft, it's a not. soft reboot. No, I hope not. <laughs> Rosie Perez now hosts Monopoly. <laughs> Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Sorry. That's a, Nobody hosts Monopoly. <laughs> well, the guy with the monocle kind of hosts it. He's not a host. <laughs> sort of. Well, actually, he hosted the video game version. Exactly. On the, the PC. That's right. Go F yourself. <laughs> All right. Two more things. The Dropout on Hulu is premier has just premiered the first episodes. I don't know if it's a weekly thing, I'm not sure, but it's about Elizabeth Holmes and her enormous fraud with her company Theranos, the blood testing company in, in invention that and in technology that she developed for her company. She became the youngest female billionaire at the time in America. And now the show is chronicling, chronicling her rise and fall of this uh, technological empire about this technology that didn't exist. And I haven't seen it yet. I think I've watched a documentary, and I've listened to two podcast series about this because I think it's super fascinating. Oh, so you're like an expert. Not an expert, just like you know, a, a fan. A, a, it, it, I like this. I think the story is really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm definitely going to check the show out soon when I get a chance to. Final bit of news. There is a Harry Houdini biopic in the works at Paramount. Um, This is going to be produced by the producers of Transformers. So it's going to be Harry Houdini and Explosions and Optimus Prime. (laughs) Prime. I'm sure it'd be cool. I hope they cast a good actor for it. I hope they cast... Someone middle-aged. I don't want an origin story. Yeah, I want Mike, a Houdini. It's gonna be. It's, gonna be an origin it's probably story. gonna be origins like some yeah. like twenty-year-old. But I like give me like Harry Dini, Houdini in his prime, in his forties and fifties. Like yeah. that's when he was doing his most incredible yeah. stunts. Like middle-aged in just the craziest stuff. It's gonna be like a twenty. You know, it's year gonna old. be Houdini origins. There we go. <laughs> the escape origins of Harry Houdini <laughs> at Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> the Harry Houdini universe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that wraps movie news number 38. Thanks so much for tuning in. We have some awesome episodes coming for you this week. We might as well just spoil it because nah, should we? I want everyone to be excited. I want okay, everyone to be okay. prepared all for right, it. So right. this week is Godfather week. We're doing the Godfather part one on Monday, Godfather part two on Thursday. So catch up on the movies this week tonight and if you can because you know this is going to be in depth both episodes are over two hours long lots of discussion and analysis the second one's it's like, like five two- hours of godfather yeah, talk it's going to be pretty epic yeah. we're very excited about it. so get excited and have a great sunday <laughs> goodbye raiders of the lost podcast is a mirror image production sound mixing done by jacob cosler opening music by chase jackson